Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tori Dealing With, where each episode is short, sweet, and the perfect thing to enjoy in the morning, just like your coffee. Today, I want to focus on something in this episode that I am all too familiar with, and that's sadness. I have been very open and vocal on social media about my experiences with anxiety and depression, but on this episode, I'm going to open up even more. I used to think that it was normal to experience sadness at the level I did when I was a kid. My sister actually pointed it out to me the other day. She was like, Tori, like, it shouldn't be that hard to be happy. At the time, I honestly just believed every teenager went to their room and cried themselves to sleep most nights. I have battled with sadness and depression for as long as I can remember. But when I was 13 years old, I was in my room alone at one point, and I remember praying to God, asking to end my life. At the time, I had my first cell phone, and I remember calling the suicide hotline in my bedroom. I never had intentions of hurting myself, to be very clear, but I was so sad I did not know who to talk to. I didn't stay on the phone very long. I actually felt incredibly guilty for ever calling the number, but I did leave with some great advice. The person on the other line told me to put post-it notes all around my room and write how great I am on them. They knew my situation wasn't an emergency and they could tell I was just a kid who needed to talk to somebody. So the advice they gave me, it helped. But that was just a band-aid to a much bigger issue. For years, I went through the same motions of being happy and upbeat around people and then releasing my sadness all alone in my room. I was so lonely. I needed someone to talk to about my feelings without feeling guilty about them. Something that I've always struggled with is not wanting to burden anybody with my emotions. So I could easily share my happiness and positivity with people, but then I would harbor my sadness. I recently released a poem that I wrote and it was inspired by these years of my life. And it goes like this. Gaze upon her face, see humility and grace. Look deep inside her heart and see endless years of rain. She was a girl who almost drowned from harboring her pain, who then became a woman when she let it drain away. Time has made her soft, but nature made her strong. She walks through life lightly and confronts it head on. So when you shatter down to bits, when things start to fall apart, become the master of your pieces like she's a masterpiece of art. Become the master of the pieces that you've shattered into. That's the goal. I'm in a much better place now than I was 15 years ago, but it had to do with putting a lot of work into myself. I had to make a conscious effort not to run from my problems and not to hide them from everybody else. The world is hard. It's not always hard, but sometimes it can be a lot for a person. So one of the best ways to deal with sadness is simply by reaching out. I think if I would have communicated to my family and friends at an earlier age that I was dealing with intense episodes of sadness, I would have realized how many people wanted to help me. People can't help you get through something if they don't know that you're hurting. A problem shared is a problem halved. So don't be afraid to talk about your feelings when they feel overwhelming. This year, I've been talking to a life coach weekly, and we talk about some of my sadness episodes. With her help, I've actually been able to understand how these sadness fits actually have more of a pattern than I thought. Believe it or not, when I'm about to get my period, that's when I'm at my most low. Some months are definitely better than others, but it is like clockwork. A lot of my mood swings come from an imbalance in my hormones. My mom always suggested that was the reason why to me, but after going through the schedule with my life coach, it is very clear. The realization has been very helpful for me because now when I start to feel like I'm getting a little sad, I just check my calendar and observe how close I am to actually getting my period. When you can realize where your sadness is coming from, then you can stop feeling so bad about experiencing it. 
That brings me to my next point. There are so many things that happen in our life that are out of our control. And when those things make us sad, we deserve to feel sad. No one in your life should shame you for feeling upset. And if they do, they themselves were probably never allowed to experience sadness. Instead of feeling guilty about being sad, just embrace it. My fiance Jordan is one of the most level-headed people I know, and he knows, even he knows, when you have a bad day, you just have to have a bad day. When Jordan is burnt out, he lays on the couch, plays video games, and orders cheesecake for himself. Within 24 hours, he always feels a little bit better. Another huge lesson that my life coach has taught me is there are plenty of things that will make us sad in life, so don't make up reasons to be sad. When she said that to me, it blew me out of the water. Because I have experienced episodes of sadness since I was a kid, it almost became a part of my emotional routine. I was so used to feeling sad by myself because it's what I experienced so often. And even after I grew out of it a little bit, it was still a go-to emotion. So what do I do now? Well, I question my emotions. I ask myself honestly, is there something here that I'm really sad about or is this just how I'm expressing my emotions? Checking ourselves, it can be tough, but it's worth it. Yes, sometimes we are definitely going to be sad, but other times, maybe we're just overwhelmed and we're letting it come out as sadness. But if you're experiencing sadness from a loss or a traumatic situation, then please know this. Grieving and depression are two different things. Grieving is a highly individual experience and there is no right or wrong way how to grieve. How you do it depends on many factors. Includes your personality, your coping style, your life experience, or how significant a loss was to you. Inevitably, the grieving process takes time. Healing happens linear, right? Like we don't have control over when we heal. It just happens over time. And sometimes it can be weeks for people and other times it could be years. So whatever your experience it is, you just need to let it unfold naturally. And while you're being patient with yourself, remember these things. You should seek professional help if you need it. There's no reason to be ashamed for asking for attention or help. Having needs doesn't make you needy. If I would have been more open about my depression as a teenager, I guarantee I would have saved myself a lot of suffering. Also, make yourself feel good. Maybe you want to watch a movie that makes you happy or listen to music, but do something that makes you feel good. If you saw your best friend suffering, I guarantee you would reach out and you would make sure that they would do things that would make them feel comfortable. So do that for yourself. Just like Jordan does it, you can too. And don't forget to support yourself emotionally by taking care of yourself physically. Get up and go for a walk. Some of the best crying sessions I've had have been during long runs. When I come home, I lie in my bed and sleep so good from releasing all of my emotions as well as my energy. Also, your body releases endorphins when you work out, which is a happy hormone. You will feel much better when you let your body move. I hope you found some comfort in this episode. Please know I am not a doctor. And if you're feeling really bad, then it's important to talk to a professional. I'm using this episode as a way to share my personal experiences. So my advice is to reach out to a doctor or healthcare professional. Today, I'm going to leave you guys with a song that I have on repeat when I'm in my feels. This is Breathe by Anna Nalik. Enjoy. 2 a.m. and she calls me cause I'm still awake Can you help me unravel my latest mistake? I don't love him, winter just wasn't my season Yeah, we walk through the door so accusing Their eyes like they have any right at all To criticize hypocrites, you're all here 
the very same reason Cause you can't jump the track with like cars on a cable And life's like an hourglass glued to the table No one can find the rewind button, girl So cradle your head in your hands Table. No one can find the rewind, but now it's 